Now it's time for Travel Tales with uh, Fergal. Fergal O'Keefe is with me in studio. Good morning to you, Fergal. Good morning. Great you, to see you. You said that you uh, felt bad about speaking about uh, <laughs> exactly. international travel after I was talking about... Well, you see, a mixture of it all is perfect. I know, it? and you know? Do you know what? I mean, like, yeah, and obviously I, I'd be the same. Everything you said, I agree 100%. You yeah. know, I, you know we, I've said it here so many times, like those, the mountains around here have got such massive potential to grow, you know, it really yeah. does. Because you, you spoke to us about the notion of having pods up there, having yeah, accommodation Yeah, exactly, there and, yeah. and huts and you know, actually we were just saying there off air, like how that would fit in perfectly with the pilgrims. I, yes, I actually was. was looking I don't know if you mentioned there about, there was a group I think they were from America that were going through it over the last few days mm-hmm. and, and I was watching yes, he, them. He met them, yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah, it would it would just fit in perfectly huts, but even for people like any type of person that does it, because I've said it before, when you're up the mountains, like like I did Tour de Mont Blanc, and you're, you're staying in huts, and they can be very basic, like rooms. Mm. And then everyone eats together at night time or they could even, if you want to simplify it even more, people could have their own food. But, you know, that would make it very special then you're up on the mountains rather than have to come down. Yes. And it really is like it, it's definitely got well, that potential. Well, I was potential. up in uh, Shalala in Wicklow on uh, Saturday night and there's great friends of ours running the gig there. But they've developed huts or pods, as they call them, um, on their properties. Now, they look absolutely incredible. I mean, really, really incredible. Yeah, and yeah. there are individual people around Sure, there's the Sure Valley huts, maybe they're called, and they're up there, yeah. and they've got that on their farm. People are starting to put those, and then you really feel like you're in, the, you know, you're away yeah. from it all. So that that that's something that's going to grow. I, I I think so indeed. Well, there you go. You came up with the first in the program. So, um, Turkey. Why why Turkey? By the way. Well. One, because I've never been there before. Yeah. So it was on my... I'm surprised at that. I know, yeah. It's funny. It just, you know what, it just... Um, yeah, it's funny. I've been to Greece loads of times and I'd I'd always planned... I remember, like, maybe, you know, I've talked about my different travels and, say, over 20 years ago, I was travelling around the world and I remember talking to loads of, at that time, loads of Aussies and stuff and, they, and the place in Europe they all loved was Turkey. So, yeah, so I've been planning to go since the 90s but never got around to it. So eventually right. I, I got to go and it, it lived up to my expectations. I'll definitely be going back. I mean, it's such a massive country, so many different places. Like the area I went to is called uh, the Turquoise Coast or the Turkish Riviera, which is the southwest of the country. And that and, and the area that that covers is from Ishmir over to Antalya, which is 15 you know, 1,500 uh, uh, kilometres. Wow. So it's huge, okay. that area. Huge, yeah. And then there's loads of other areas. They've had their own concerns with politics mm. and indeed with natural disasters as well all over the time. But as you say, it's a huge country. Well, that's it. Know? I yeah. mean, the area where the earthquakes were, that would have been, that was over a 1,000 kilometres away from the area I was. Yes. And even, you know, I was reading articles actually just over the last few days talking about Morocco and going, you know, if you've booked a holiday, should you go? And they're saying you you should go because it, the tourism sector is going to need those th- that money more than ever before. So it always is the tricky one where people say, oh, you know, not to go. But it actually it does help the economy. Yes. Well, you know, not, it, well not the it's the big driver thing. of their yeah, economy exactly. there, isn't it? So wh- whereabouts in, in, in Turkey then? So Reiner, they had a flight. Remember I said I always sort of, when, I've said it before, that when Reiner, I always look where the new flights are because, you know, generally they're actually cheaper. So it was really great. I can't, can't remember the cost, but it was really good value. Um, and it's to Dalaman. 
So it was Dublin to Dalaman, which is the, I said, the southwest of the country. Reiner fly directly. Mm -hmm. So like the places where I went to, you know, some places were only half an hour from the airport and the furthest away was was two hours away, a place called Calcan. And even there, I noticed that there was loads of, um, you know, options to get transferred to. So if you didn't want to hire a car, you could actually get transfers like really cheap from like maybe 10 to 20 euros per person for, for a trip, wow. you know. So these are buses? Yeah, like, little yeah. little mini buses. Yeah. So yeah. if you didn't want to hire a car and the places that I went to, you wouldn't need, you know, you would get away without having a car. You know, I went to a couple of different places, but, um, so you def and even, and if you did want to hire a car, I mean, our car, like we were there for 11 nights and it was 600 euros for, for the car. Wow. So, so it was the cheapest I've ever, because, you know, so there's six of us in our family. So I always have to get like a seven seater, which is mad expensive, you know, normally. And it was like six, it was so 600, but it was so cheap that I was like nervous when I arrived at the airport, I was going, is this going to exist? Will there be wheels on the car? And it was brilliant, actually, the way, you know, I find there's certain different things you can do, little tips about. There was no extra charges on top of that. It was just nothing. Yeah. And you know what was great is. The, the cheaper car companies, they don't have a desk at the airport. So often you meet somebody who then bring you, um, you know, it could be like a, a K or two away from the airport, which actually I've, I've discovered over time that, you know, that's actually better because you meet someone, they bring, because the, the most I find, and I bet you everyone does, the most stressful part of, of driving abroad is when you arrive at the airport and trying to figure out how to get out. And there's always yeah. roundabouts and motorways. But this one actually... The guy was there and he had the car parked in the car parking area, showed us the car. And um, then when we arrived at the end of the holiday, we drove to the place which was just outside. But he then we followed his car to the airport and dropped the car at the airport. So it was, it was so handy, actually. I have Incredible. To say. And so where, where you're talking about the area, is this Turkish Riviera? Is that? Yeah. So that's yeah. what they call it. And are the turquoise coast and that's to do with the colour of the water. Yeah. But, and, you know, if you see, I noticed actually over the last, this year when I was going to Turkey, all of a sudden you notice all the ads that the Turkish tourist board were doing, they were doing a lot. And a lot of the the, the, the beaches and areas that they use to advertise um, is actually around this area for all of Turkey because there's some really amazing beaches. Mm. So one of the places I went to is called Fethiye or Ulundenis. So Fethiye is like kind of the har- the beach, the harbour town, but beside it is a place called Ulundenis. Um, I actually met a girl from Clamel with her kids on the flight, you know, so people are starting to go out there. She was going there. So Lundenis is that's the beach that you nearly always see advertised for Turkey. And it's like this amazing long beach that then curls around into a lagoon. And that's the photos they always show. And what I like, what I my, my ideal place is like, you know, it's like a lovely little beach area with mountains behind you. And that's what this has. The Taurus Mountains are called. And this place, Lundenis, it's very famous for like paragliding. So people like jump off the mountains or do tandem ones. And, and I was gassed because like my first day there, I was walking along and I looked behind me and there's, there's people coming in, like literally lending beside you. But it's like really cool. Lot, lots of Turkish people go there, Lundenis. I think it'll become more popular. But like, that's the other thing about Turkey is they kind of remind me of like Americans 
or maybe we mentioned about Kerry mm. or maybe people in Kerry they're, they're hospitality wise you know what I mean they're really they do it very well they do it really yeah. they're really friendly they're really professional so what, what about accommodation and food then uh, something that's very important to me food and drink but accommodation first of all yeah. I mean is it uh, like are we talking about like Costa del Sol prices or is it no, cheap no no cheaper, cheaper and, again. And, and that's well. the thing again the other reason why I went one so for me the things we know we're a family of six so it's like you're looking at flights um, you know where, where is like the cheaper flights and then accommodations the big thing so like if you go to the Costas the most popular place like Costas Hall or you go to Algarve place like that the hotels Airbnbs are often more expensive so for the same price of what you would pay say for a hotel or Airbnb in the Costal Sol you'll get an unbelievable place in like just say where I was I went to a couple of places and the main place I went to a place called Cass and where that's really popular more, more English people are a lot of English people there is very popular with them it's like a beautiful little old village but then surrounded in the hills all around were lots of villas and so there's loads of um, accommodation offering but you get an amazing villa with a pool for the same price. I was looking at prices, you know, like Croatia, and you just get like an apartment in a town in Croatia for like an amazing villa with like four bedrooms and your own pool. In, in So, you know, for the same price, you get way more, I have to say. And then the yeah. food, you know, I was in the places I were, you know, the, the Turkish places would be cheaper. Mm. But if you go to the tourist spots, they're all it's, it's similar enough prices, you know, yes. uh, to the cost of salt. And, and, and like what that. about the food, particularly if you go to the local places? What, what are we talking about? Yeah, here? so, you know, like, like you imagine, like kebabs and all that yeah, sort of the yeah. other stuff that we think of, they were all on offer, but they all do the Western food. So, yes. you know, food wise, they're so, I, you know what I mean, but they're so geared up for tourists like there's a lot of English around that area say around Cass and Calcan mm. so um, there's a lot of uh, you know the food you know you can go to the local places but it's it's the same offering really that yes. you get all over but is Europe. seafood very big yeah there, and seafood is yeah. very and, and I know it wasn't actually as expensive like um, last year I was in Greece and the seafood was really expensive so here the seafood wasn't which okay. was great it was kind of same price but I found yes. that over the last years that the, the seafood but the prices you know there was a lot of um, inflation there and prices have gone up actually in Turkey but that place I would really recommend Cass and there's two places sorry Kalkan is where I went to and the village beside it is called Cass and I really love there that's a spot I would love to go back to like a real old little town with a little harbour and gorgeous. in the morning like I, I went from a great like there's great trip th activities you can do I said yes. if you were so inclined I wasn't to do the, the paragliding in Ullandennis but in Calcan Cast the famous thing lots of people do there is they go off in these the gullets these old wooden boats that used to be old fishing boats and they're like pirate boats and you can go off there and, and from Cash you can do day trips so the place called Kekou which is sort of maybe two hours to get there or an hour and a half and a gorgeous boat and it was lovely actually in the heat with the sea breeze but it's it's this little it's around this that whole area all along the tur turquoise coast the Lycians used to be the, the people there like sorry in BC but they were as sophisticated as the Romans and the Romans took it over but all along that coast something that I love is all these old Lycian ruins so from Cash you can get a boat trip to a place called um Kekova, which and it's an old Lycian ruins. It was an earthquake, you know, or I'd say around 100 BC or 100 AD. 
and so the city just under the water even where they had like tombs they're a bit like um, you know the dolmens with a tomb on them and they were coming out of the water so your boat was oh. gliding over our old Byzantine churches that must from, be amazing it really was amazing and then there was a little town called Kail Kai which can only get to even though it's on the mainland you can only get to it by sea and that'd be a lovely place to go to stay for a night or two a lot of tourists go there just like I did on those day trips so that was amazing and say Calcan where I was the old Lycian capital near there called Patara so it's amazing because it's one of the most famous beaches again in Turkey it's like 18 miles long and you know there's like little beach huts and places like that on it but right beside it when you're going in you actually like you're going into like a national park and it's this old ruins, like, you know, like a smaller, like much smaller, but a smaller version like of Pompeii, where you're walking along these old Roman roads or there was like an arch that was built in in um, 60 AD, you know, and I was just like going to my kids going, you know, like Jesus had just died when, when this was built or Hadrian had just come through and you're walking, there's an amphitheatre there from around yeah. that time and, you know, you can sit in it. So that's, I, I love that. The relationship with uh, the Greeks, of course, wasn't an always an easy one. You, you were talking as well about the population exchange. That, yeah. That's very interesting, yeah. isn't it? And was that in the 20s, I think? Yeah. Was it? yeah, and it was actually 100 years ago. So it was yeah. 1922, 1923 when this happened. So it was just after, you know, the Greeks had sort of they'd gotten rid of the Ottomans but they had taken over and then there was there was a bit like there was, there was a bit of a war with, with Greece so there was a population exchange so for me it was really interesting because last year I talked about a place I went to called Halkidiki mm. and they were like they they were like they were celebrating at the time the this 100 years the, the displacement so the people had come, they were displaced from Turkey and it was around this area, like places like Kalkan, where they'd been displaced and they ended up in Halkidiki, which, you know, the Greeks gave no value. It was just sand and it was on the sea and now it's worth millions, obviously. They have all these properties. But the last year I was where they ended up. So this year I was where they were. And it was amazing because like in Kalkan and Kast, these gorgeous like Greek villages but they're in Turkey so it was it was like it was interesting because like the, yeah. my, my first night there in Kalkan I was in a restaurant and it was called uh, Thessalonica or it was called Salonica and uh, and then I was looking at it and then I realised that last year I flew into Thessalonica which had been a, a, you know an Ottoman city so th- this was like called after this Greek Ottoman city that's which great, was yeah. once part of Turkey if, you, if you're into the history it's, exactly. it's fantastic and that's why it? I love yeah, it yeah, like yeah. Greek Turkey for me you know, beach holiday, you have to have that as well. I mean, it was funny, yeah. like, bringing the kids around because it was actually very hot. It was in the, like, early 40s on this trip. So, like, I was bringing the kids along, like, dragging around for... I only got a mesh get an hour going through this uh, old ruins before we had to go to the beach. But it was hard going now this year, I have to say. It was, yeah. you know, with, with the heat, it was, you know... And uh, what, what sort of uh, figures do they get up to? How, like, in how the 40s, like, early... Ooh. So, you know, so you kind of didn't want to do anything. It's funny how your, your body... Yeah. You just don't want to do anything. So you're literally just going for swims by the pool. So... Like even, you know, we were a place, like when we stayed in Lulin Dennis, they had like a water park and if the weather had been okay, I would have got, brought the kids to that. But even the kids were like, no, nah, yeah, you're just, okay. Yeah, just too, too hot by yeah. I don't even have to ask you, you you'd like to go back. Oh, d- yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, I mean, and another place we went to, a place called Gokik, which, you know, you can get boat trips there. They call it 12 Islands. And that place, was a, it's a modern, like it's a new town, but with like there's loads of marinas with boats, if you like that sort of thing. And like loads of restaurants, a lot of rush 
Russians actually like mm. go there. I mean, they, they like Turkey is now the number one travel destination in Europe. Last year they had twenty three million. They made forty billion in tourism. So wow. they've gone to number one now. Um, and so I think it's becoming more popular. But uh, but if I, particularly Ulan Dennis is but cast Calcan are the places that I'd really recommend. And it's you know Dalaman. It's like yeah, very good. And if I'm thinking about you, you were there at peak season, were you? Yeah, I was. I was there in so I was there middle of July to the start oh, of August, so. and it was fine. I mean, it, like you know what I mean from yeah. the point of view. So I stayed in a mixture between hotels and Airbnbs, and a huge difference like in prices and different places but uh, but the Airbnbs like were a great option I have to say from a from a price wise you know T- Talk to me a bit about the podcasting and all of that what can we expect are you, are you back in the saddle again so to speak Yeah I yeah. am I, I'll be doing a Turkish special which will be coming out and I, I recently had a Longford one so I have a few more um, recording and uh, f- a few other different things I actually got nominated last week for the Irish Podcast Awards Oh very good for one I did called GA Minor Moments which I'm sure you know I've mentioned yeah, it before sure, I yeah. obviously a lot of tip people on it I had uh, John McNamara who's the tip so it's it's basically interviewing GA people about their minor careers and then their further careers but I had John McNamara who's the Tipperary minor manager on talking about Liam because he's a brilliant coach talking mm. about dealing with kids um, and I also had Orla Dwyer on this year but yeah so I was nominated for that and I'm up against like the left wing um, which is the Irish Independent and News Talk off the ball and the 42 rugby podcast so I'm in good company yeah you'll have no bother <laughs> whatsoever indeed and that's of course Travel Tales with Fergal well no th- that's the GA that's the GA moment. one yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and yeah. Travel Tales with Fergal. I'm on social media, so like, if you, I'm always posting, like, say, on Instagram. That's where you can find me or podcasts. And I'll be putting up a, a Greek special actually now in the next week, so people, sorry, a Turkish special, so people can get more information. And if they ever have questions, always just send me a message on Instagram. Is probably the easiest, and I can get back to you. All right, Fergal. Great to see you as always. Thanks very much, Lee, for bringing some sunshine into uh, the studio today. Thank you for that. We'll take a break. We're back with more in just a moment. Join the conversation in Tipperary. Contact us through Facebook, Twitter or email tiptoday at tipfm.com.